Well, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. This is Elder Newsom with the Faith in God Internet TV. I want to say God bless you to all the wonderful people of God on this wonderful Monday. And uh, we want to give God glory, honor, and praise for his blessings because truly the Lord, he is good. Amen. And so we're grateful and his mercy endure forever. And we want to say uh, we had a great um, service on yesterday and, and the Lord came in and blessed the men's day service. And um, we had also uh, went to uh, uh, an installation service of uh, another uh, close friend and pastor that's uh, going into pastoralship, uh, uh, Pastor Elder Murchison Jr. of our uh, Bishop, uh, Bishop Murchison Sr. of the Pentecostal Power Church. His son was installed on yesterday. And so uh, Bishop Smith uh, installed him. And so it was a very, very uh, beautiful service, uh, very emotional, very, very uh, highly prestigious and anointed. And so we're grateful to see young men uh, going into the vineyard to uh, work uh, in the kingdom work. And so I don't really, uh, I'm not discriminatory. I don't care who uh, it is and, and uh, you know, all this other stuff. We need workers. And so I was glad to see that young man be ordained and, uh, well, actually installed because he already been ordained as an elder. But now he's installed in the pastoral uh, ship of ministry and he's able to go forth amen a little bit farther with the help of the lord you know the lord being his help uh that he'll be able to do uh great exploits in the ministry uh for that particular church he's uh leading and so we thank and praise god for that and we want to give honor to god who's the head of our life uh to our honorable pastor bishop uh, dr ellis murchison senior of the pentecostal power church and to our first lady lady paulette murchison and to my own wonderful wife, Missionary Janice Newson, we want to thank and praise God for our love today. And we just want to say, uh, God bless you to all of you. And so we want to get into the word of the Lord today. Uh, we do have a sidebar. just want to say to the people of God, uh, we will be broadcasting um, uh, this week and next week. And then we're going to be uh, traveling. So we're going we're gonna to be on a little break for a couple weeks and we'll come back after the 4th of July, but we're not gone anywhere. And so we're uh, really upgrading some things for uh, the broadcast. And so hopefully uh, by the, uh, after the 4th of July, that week after the 4th of July, um, we will uh, come back with those upgrades if the Lord's will. And so we always say if the Lord's will uh, for us. And so we're looking at, um, July 12th, July 14th, and July 16th, we will be back on the broadcast. And so um, we'll broadcast um, next week, the 14th, uh, and also uh, the 16th. And uh, we may get the opportunity to do the prayer on the 18th, but we know for sure um, we'll be approximately almost three weeks uh, that we won't be airing, but we'll be updating you uh, just due to uh, we have some plans uh, 
uh, to uh, do some other things uh, that the Lord had put on our heart. But we want to let you know we are right here on the Faith in God Internet TV, and we're not gone anywhere, uh, providing the Lord uh, does not move us. And so if the Lord move us, then we're going to be moved. But according to the scripture, David said, I shall not be moved. And I want to be like that tree planted by the rivers of water. And so we want to say to the people of God, uh, please stay tuned to these next uh, couple weeks of broadcast. And then we'll be back after the 4th of July, which will be July 12th. And so we'll be right back here. So we got this week and next week. You can stay tuned to us and uh, please support us. Uh, I'm not sure if, if it's because the weather has gotten warmer that uh, the support has diminished. But even if you're not able to go on during the live broadcast, please go back and listen to the broadcast and uh, allow it to bless you uh, through the word of the Lord uh, by reading those scriptures. OK, and so that's all we ask that you would do, that you would do that and uh, allow the Lord to minister to you as he has spoken to us. Uh, through the word of the Lord. So we're going to be talking about a good subject today. So we're going to go before the Lord in a brief word of prayer that he may direct us. Eternal God, our Savior, in the precious name of Jesus, Lord, we come before your presence, O God. Lord, we thank you. Lord, we praise you. Lord, we lift up your holy name in the matchless name of Jesus. Father, we're praying, God, that you would continue, Lord, to shower down your blessings upon your people. Father, we pray for those that are listening, those, oh God, that, oh God, support the ministry, God. We pray, God, you would touch them and bless them in a special way, oh God, that the Bible teachings and the Bible studies would encourage their heart and strengthen them to solidify their faith in you. In the name of Jesus, we pray to the glory of God. And Father, we thank you. We forever give you glory. Help us to decrease as your anointing increase in our lives. And Father, we'll be careful to give your name all the glory, honor, the praise, and the thanks. In Jesus' name, we pray to the glory of God. Thank God, amen, and amen. Praise God. And so we thank God for the prayer, and we're going to get into our Bible study for today, being reconciled to God. Being reconciled to God. And there's some of us that need to be reconciled back to God. But being reconciled to God, we're going to talk about this today because there's a lot of things that uh, we need to look at as believers because uh, in this life, there are things that will detach us and uh, things that will affect us in our walk and our relationship. And uh, Apostle Paul you know, he uh, talked about this uh, to uh, the Corinthian church, and you also see it in Matthew. But I want you to know that uh, we got to make sure, you know, that we stay uh, connected, you know, to the Lord. And so um, it's very, very important that we uh, understand these things. You know, the Apostle Paul said it in Romans uh, chapter 8, he says, who shall separate us? from the love of Christ. And he says here, shall tribulation, distress, hmm, or persecution, famine or nakedness, peril or sword. He said, as it is written, all we are killed all the day long and we're counted as sheep for the slaughter. 
He said, nay, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. And he says here in verse 38 in Romans uh, 8 and 38, he says, for I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. And Paul had to get to a point in his growth and development. And I'm saying to you as a people of God that we need to get to a place in these last and evil days because we're letting people things and places separate us from the love of God. But Paul had to grow to this level in his faith. And this is why it's very, very important that we be reconciled back to God because we have to be humbled enough to say, Lord, I need to get back to that place in you. And it doesn't, you know, doesn't, you know, it doesn't matter, you know, how other folks quantify your walk with the Lord you have to know where you are in your faith with God, except you be a reprobate. And so we ought to know how Christ dwelling in us, except we be reprobate. And so uh, I'm, I'm to a level now, I'm at a point in my uh, growth and development and in ministry, I'm no longer concerned about the onlookers and what other folks, you know, opinion is about my relationship with the Lord. I need to make sure that I got it right with the Lord and I can't have it right with the Lord if I don't have it right with my brother and sister. And so I want to make sure on a daily basis that I'm loving, right. I'm forgiving, right. And I'm entreating. Right. So it's very, very important that we entreat each other with love and we need to do it in a graceful manner even when people are not so nice to us, we still must uh, be a light and be uh, entreatable and also approachable. And we should get rid of our nasty attitude. Praise God. I just want to say it, you know, some of us, we say, but our attitudes are not saved and we need to get our attitude in check so we can represent Christ. Praise God. And so I want to say this to you today, and I hope I encourage you. I'm not on my soapbox. I'm just trying to encourage you through the word of the Lord. Being reconciled back to God is more than just attending church. It's more than just sitting on the chair and listening to Bible study. And we must put this into action, praise God. And to be reconciled back to God, there must be fruit and evidence that's being produced in our life. Now, we're going to go to 2 Corinthians. Now, the first place we want to go in our scripture text today, and I just uh, was reciting Romans 8 just to as a preface of uh, letting us see that Paul was at a level. He got to a place in God that he wasn't going to risk his uh, walk or salvation, you know, based on external persecution or external problems. Praise God. And we should not let anything external uh, corrupt our internal hope, praise God, toward God. And that's why you should not let anything separate you. You know, 
And those of you that are on the prayer wall, keep praying, keep seeking God, keep calling on God, because sometimes circumstances arise in our life and it's real. Life is real and it dishes a lot of blows. But you must be able to be graceful enough to accept what the Lord allow, but yet still hold on to God's unchanging hand. And, you know, Job, he hung, he hung, he hung on in there. He did not, he did not falter during the time of his testing. And we too must be faithful to be reconciled back to God. And in order to be reconciled back to God, we're going to need some tools to aid us and help us. And so let us go. Um, we're going to go to second Corinthians chapter five. And I know we didn't read this over and over again and we know it but we're going to read a little bit farther past five and 17, second Corinthians five and 17 through 21. All right. I'm going to read it for you hearing. He says, therefore, if any man, the question is, if he says, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, he says, uh, all things are become new. He says, are become new. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Become new has to deal with uh, a level of growth. Hmm? And so we're going to go back to Romans 8 and 8. And he says, he says, uh, because uh, Romans 8 and 7, he says, because the carnal mind is enmity against God is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. He says here can't be subject to God, neither indeed can it be. So then they that are in the flesh cannot please God. If I'm in my flesh and allow my flesh to take over and I walk in the flesh, I am going to mind the things of the flesh and therefore it's going to cause me to transgress against the law of God. And when I transgress, the Bible says every man is tempted when he's drawn away from his own lust and enticed. And when sin is finished, I'm, Oh Lord, huh? When lust is conceived, it bring forth sin and sin. When it's finished, it bring it forth death. And when I transgress against the law of God, against the word of God, I need to be reconciled back to God. And we can so easily get separated and not recognize we need to reinstate our faith with the Lord Jesus Christ. And so I want to say to you today, oh, glory be to God. You don't have to necessarily, you know, I know we like to, um, Label, you know, the different sins that are grievous, but all sin is sin. Praise God. And the Bible said all disobedience is sin. And we have gotten to a place as believers. Praise God. And I'm talking about people that go to church and sit on the chair or the pews every Sunday. They've gotten to a point where they've gotten numb to righteousness and they transgress so easily not recognizing that they need to be reconciled back to God. Some are still preaching. Some are still uh, pastoring. Some have pulpit ministries. Some got churches 
and they don't realize that they need to be reconciled back to God. Because when we disobey God, Saul disobeyed God. And when Saul disobeyed God, Samuel came to him and told him, did you do all that the Lord required you to do? And he, he sinned again. He lied. That was another sin that he did. He could have, he had an opportunity for repentance. When I look at that Samuel uh, situation, I look at when, oh, I mean, uh, uh, Saul situation, when Samuel came to him, rather, when I look at that Saul situation, when Samuel came to him, he had an opportunity to fess up. And God also get, grants us the grace to fess up, to be reconciled back to him. But even because we hold position or we in a place of power, we'll stick our chest out and won't recognize that it's the Lord granting us repentance. And we'll keep going on in the direction we're going in, not knowing that God has rejected us. Praise God. And we don't want to do that. We want to be reconciled back to God. And I'm telling you as a brother in Christ, as an elder of the church, we need to be reconciled back to God. And I don't want to be walking around holding the title, but not having the, uh, the presence of the Lord being evident in my life. It, it's more important that I be saved than I operate in an office. Praise God. It's more important that I go to heaven than I leave here with all this world's goods and not have Jesus. And so you need to be reconciled back to God, my friend, my brother, my sister. My prayer and hope to God is that you would get saved and that you would be saved and that you would stay saved and that you would encourage others to live out their faith toward God. Praise God. And so I want to say to you today, we need to know. We're going to go back to Corinthians. We're in 2 Corinthians. All right. We're in 2 Corinthians 5 and 17. Old things are passed away. We're halfway through the scripture. And it says, behold, all things are become new. That means there's growth for all of us. Hmm? And he says here in 18, and all things are of God who had reconciled us unto himself by Jesus Christ. You cannot be effectively reconciled if you don't have Jesus Christ. Allah is not God. Hmm? Elijah Muhammad is not God. The Pope is not God. Mary is not God. Praise God. Hmm? All these other hmm, polygods. Hmm? They're not God. It's only one God. Deuteronomy 6 and 4 said, Hear your Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. So it's only one God. It's one faith and it's one baptism. And to be reconciled back to God, you need Jesus Christ's blood to cover you. And if you don't have the blood of Jesus on your life, that means if you have not submitted to believing on God, as the scripture has said, and through repentance and water baptism and being filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. You can't be reconciled back to God without his son, Jesus Christ. 
because only through the death, burial, and resurrection and through his atonement, through his atoning blood, was the sacrificial lamb offered once for the sins of many and to them that look for him the second time without sin under salvation. If we are going to be reconciled back to God, it's going to be through Jesus Christ. And if you're denying the son, you have denied the father also. And so I want to let you know, you need Jesus to be reconciled back to God. And he says, and had given him, I'm sorry. It says, uh, let's go back to second uh, Corinthians five and 18. And all things are of God who had reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ. Hmm? And had giving, had given to us the ministry. Hmm. It's not your ministry. The Lord has given us the ministry of reconciliation. Hmm? So the ministry we're operating in, we're operating in a ministry of reconciliation that we would compel men, women, and child to come to Jesus Christ. Praise God. And we have to operate in this ministry of reconciling. And we can do all these other things. It's good to have food pantry on the humanitarian side. It's good to do a lot of other stuff and have, you know, all these other services. And, and it's good to really appreciate those that serve in ministry. I'm not omitting none of those things. Don't misunderstand me. But our primary aim and focus should be that souls would be saved. Because the Bible said in Luke 19 and 10, for the son of man is come to seek and to save that which is lost, the ministry of reconciliation. And I'd rather see souls getting saved than to have a, oh Lord, than to have a church full of folk that don't know God and don't want to know God. They just operating in a form. It's very important that we refocus our aim in this ministry of reconciliation. Verse number 19, to wit God was in Christ. So how are you going to get back to God without Jesus Christ? Because God was in Christ. And this is how, oh Lord, this is how he reached, oh Lord. The lost souls. God was in Christ reconciling the world mm. unto himself. And while he was reconciling the world to himself, he was not imputing their trespasses unto them. He didn't come to judge. He didn't come as the judge when they brought the woman that was caught in the act of adultery. They didn't bring the man and they wanted him to judge that situation, but he would not judge it because he's the righteous judge and being the righteous judge, the law required for both of them, the man and the woman to be stoned. And if we're going to walk effectively in the law of God, we must uphold the entire law. Praise God. 
we can't cherry pick. Oh, glory be to God in this ministry. We can't cherry pick who, who, oh Lord, who repent, who get baptized, who get saved and who don't get saved. We got to go to every soul, praise God, and let them know you need the Lord. Praise God. And so it's very important that we understand what it means to be reconciled back to God. It has to be done through Jesus Christ. I want to say to you here, to wit God was in Christ, reconciled the world unto himself, not imputing their trespasses unto them and had committed unto us the word of reconciliation. He has given us the word of reconciliation. Lord have mercy. How many of us carry the word of reconciliation? You know, we preach all these dandy messages, but how many of us is walking in the ministry of reconciling? I know we can talk about Daniel and the lion den, and we can talk about, you know, the Lord is going to bless you. But how many of us dealing with the, the soul issue? Hmm? Romans 3 and 24 says, being justified freely by his grace through redemption that is in Christ Jesus. The only redemption that the people or that any individual is going to receive is through Jesus Christ. They're not going to get redeemed by any other way hmm? because he purchased the church with his own blood. And so anybody that thinks they're going to get into this church without going through Jesus Christ, You've just been deceived. You need Jesus Christ to be reconciled to God because he said, if you saw the father, you've seen the son also, or if you've seen the son, you've seen the father also. I want to give one scripture for you because sometimes we don't, we don't take a look at it. Go to St. John. I want to go to St. John real quick. And I know it's kind of, it's kind of dealing with the Godhead, but I need to touch it anyway. St. John chapter 10, verse number 30. And I know being reconciled to God, you have to deal with the Godhead so they can know that the whole oh Lord, that Jesus and the father is one. And if you are going to be reconciled back to God, he is given a name that's above every name that at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. Every tongue shall confess that Jesus is Lord to the glory of God, the father. Let's go to, Let's go to uh, St. John 10 and 30. He said, I and my father are one. What don't you understand about that? And if you're going to be reconciled back to God, you must confess that Jesus is Lord to the glory of God, the father. There's no way you could say, I'm just going to come to God, but not recognize the sonship because redemption came through the sonship. And the only way, oh, glory be to God, is we're going to get to God is Christ is the mediator between God and man. And if you're not going to come to Jesus, you're not going to get to the Father. Praise God. And I want to let you know that you need to repent and be baptized in water in Jesus' name for the remission of your sins. And God promised to fill you with the power of his presence, which is the Holy Ghost. Praise God. I want to let you know. He said, I and my father one. 
So anybody talking about the Godhead and want to talk about, uh, oh, Lord, all these other things, we must understand the oneness of God. And we must recognize to be reconciled back to God, we need his son, Jesus. Let's deal with some other issues. We're getting ready to get out of here. I want to go to Matthew. Let's go to Matthew real quick. And uh, we, we got to get this real, real quick. We're going to go to Matthew uh, chapter. Um, let's go get it. Matthew chapter. Uh, let's see. Give me one second here. Matthew chapter five. I think I want Matthew chapter. Chapter five. Yes. We could go to Matthew chapter five. All right. And let's go to verse number 21. He says here, ye have heard that it was said by them of old time, thou shalt not kill, and whosoever shall kill shall be in danger of judgment. But I say unto you that whosoever is angry with his brother without a cause shall be danger, shall be in danger of judgment. And whosoever shall say unto his brother, Raka shall be in danger of the council, but whosoever shall say thy fool shall be in danger of hell fire. Verse number 23. Therefore, if thou bring thy gift to the altar, we're talking about being reconciled to God. If thou bring thy gift to the altar, he says here, if thou bring thy gift before the altar and go thy way first. He said, go thy way. He says, first, this is the order we should do it. He said, first be reconciled hmm, to thy brother and then come and offer thy gift before the altar. I'm just putting that in there in the point of we do it backwards. We go to God and we don't go to the person. Praise God. But here this scripture says, if we're going to be reconciled back to God, the first thing we need to do, if there be an alt between you, your brother, your sister, or somebody, or you think they got an alt to you against you, the Bible says you go to them and them alone. Praise God. Now, here's the thing. You're not required to make them accept anything. This is where we get wrapped up in our emotion and we get wrapped up in the flesh and we get frustrated and we say, you know what? I didn't been to them four or five. I'm not going to go to them no more. That's not what the book says. The book says you go to them and then you can put your gift on the altar and then God will to accept it. But what we do, it's we go to God with it. And God said, no, no, I want you to bring it before them because I'm, oh, glory to God. I'm God and I'm able to reconcile the situation. Too many times, and I'm learning as a, as a young elder in the church, too many times we're trying to reconcile people, places, things, and situations and circumstances instead of walking in obedience to God's word and let allow God to be God and do the reconciling. 
I'm learning. Praise God. And it's through study, through much prayer and applying the scripture. I'm learning to let God do the work. Praise God. And we just walk in obedience to what he says. And then God will get the glory. Let me get out of here. I hope I said something to encourage you today. But to be reconciled back to God, we need to walk in the confines of the scripture. Praise God. And I want to encourage you, if you out there, my friend, my brother, my sister in Christ, we love you. We say, God bless you. And we want you to have all the goodness of God. But if we are to be reconciled to God, we got to walk in the scripture. Look at this now. He says here, leave therefore thy gift before the altar and go thy way. And he says, first be reconciled to thy brother. Hmm? And he says, and then offer thy gift. And then come and offer your gift at the altar. Praise God. And these are the ways that God will want us to follow and walk in obedience to this thing. And being reconciled to each other. And too many times we're trying to be restored and reconciled back to God. And the Bible said, brethren, that be overtaken in a fault. You with your spiritual, restore such a one in the spirit of weakness, uh, meekness, rather. Considering yourself, lest I also be tempted. To be reconciled back to God, you got to consider the fact that you ain't always been right. To be reconciled back to God, you have to be humble enough and meek and understanding and patient and long-suffering enough to understand that you ain't always been in the proper place with God. And therefore, before we judge a matter, we should carefully uh, seek counsel of the Lord and consider our own actions. Praise God. But too many times we're so swift. You know, the Bible said be uh, slow to, uh, you know, slow to speak, swift to hear, slow to speak and slow to wrath. But too many times we're swift to speak, huh? But we should be slow to speak, swift to hear, and slow to wrath. Hmm? And we, I'm learning, I'm learning this, and it's very, very important, saints. Being reconciled to God means we must also be reconciled with one another. And if we're going to go forth in ministry, I'm, I'm telling you, you got pastors that can't stand each other guts. I'm just going to tell you the way it is. But we're saying we're going to be reconciled. How are you going to be reconciled back to God if you don't get that thing straight? Hmm? You don't fellowship with me, ain't fellowshipping with you. Well, let's just get it together so we all can go to glory together. Because we think people don't see us. If, if God reveals it, then people can see it. Praise God. And so we're not, we're not working, you know, we're not working in an in, invisible atmosphere. God is a revealer. And God is a revealer of unrighteousness. Praise God. Hmm? In Romans, he says, when they knew God, they glorified him not as God, and they became vain in their own imaginations. And their foolish heart was darkened. Oh, glory be to God. We can be walking in that same condition. We can be walking in that same mindset. I'm on my way to heaven and I'm so glad. 
but we so jacked up, we can't even see that God is trying to get us to a place in him that we can receive the ministry of reconciliation. Because if our ministries are going to go higher and go forward, we got some cleanup to do. We got some sweeping and some vacuuming and some mopping to do. And I know it's good just to throw a rug down and keep walking over it. But guess what? The blood, you know, covers everything, but it doesn't cover anything. (laughs) And what I mean by that is God grants us opportunity for repentance. And so we will repent. He would abundantly pardon. But if we walk in unrepentance, there remaining no remission of sin. If I willfully sin and walk in it and refuse to obey God, refuse to, oh, glory be to God, walk in his commandments and his law. Oh, Lord have mercy. And then I want to get, oh, Lord, the righteousness of God when I'm walking in unrighteousness. But he said if we would repent, he would abundantly pardon. And he said in John, little children, my little children, sin not. For if you do sin, you have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous. Be reconciled to God through walking in the letter of his law. And this is what we need to do. We need to get rid of this stuff. We need to go to our brother and sister and say, I know things ain't been right between us and it ain't been right for a long time. And I just thought, according to the word of the Lord, I'm going to walk in obedience to the scripture and let you know, Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, sincerely sorry uh, for the wrong or the hurt that I've caused you. And if I've caused the wrong, I'd be the one to take the blame for it. But we, I'm no longer going to continue to allow our relationship to deteriorate because I failed to come and make known to you that I'm sorry. And you may not accept it. That person may not accept it. But the Bible didn't say they had to. Then you can gracefully turn from them and you can go to the altar and go before the Lord and go higher and be blessed. Saints, I hope I said something to encourage you. I want you to be blessed. I don't want you to be going, oh, Lord, in a maybe or a possibility that I'm right. You need to be sure that your anchor holds and grip that solid rock. And that solid rock is Jesus. And so I hope I said something to bless you today. We will be back on Wednesday at the Lord's will. We're going to be talking about this subject, being reconciled to God. We got more scriptures. We got more uh, things to talk about. But I need to hear from you. To all of you that are on today with us, we need to hear from you. Submit your text or a response through scripture of some questions or comments that you may have, and we'll make sure we uh, echo your response. But also we'll be on YouTube and Facebook, if the Lord's will, on Wednesday at 1 p.m. on this week. And that will be on the 9th, praise God. It will be on the 9th at 1 o'clock, June 9th. We'll be starting at the Lord's will on YouTube and Facebook, uh, right back on the Faith in God Internet TV broadcast. We'll be on video stream 
And so we ask you to go on YouTube and Facebook and uh, join us in that live broadcast. But if you have comments or things that we may have said or something may have sparked your thought in this particular subject today, being reconciled to God, please share your thoughts with us that we may share it on social media. Okay. And so we want you to continue to sow into us. You can do that if you like to by going to Cash App, downloading the application. If you have it on your phone already, it would be dollar sign F-I-G-I-T-V. If you don't have it, just download it to any uh, Android or iOS device, and then you can uh, set up your banking credentials, and then you can put dollar sign F-I-G-I-T-V, and you can sow into this particular ministry. And that's solely voluntarily, okay? If you desire to do that, we appreciate it. We need your support. But if not, we just look to have you click on subscribe and continue to follow us and support us in the Bible teaching ministry. And so with no further ado, we want to uh, say God bless you and that we love you in Jesus name. I'm your host, Elder Gregory Newsom. Until next time, God bless you. As I bless your holy name For you are great You do miracles so great There is no one else like you There is no one else like you For you are great You do miracles so great there is no one else like you oh no one